yes, it's good to be back. Back on to a show which has its new season helping it reach 100 total episodes. Which, let's be honest, is actually no small feat. Even for me. So, I might as well start things off pretty interestingly. Now, a British father of two allegedly left his family after falling for a 22-year-old Ukrainian refugee who came to live with a couple to escape the war. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like in some way she kind of brought the war with her because she left the war of Ukraine and just brought whatever wars and whatever troubles to the house. Because at what point do you hear a man saying, you know what? Fuck the rest of you that I've done everything possible to make stable. I'm going to take this babe who is in a very unstable situation right now and I'm going to go ahead and be with her and try and create some stability for her as well. You know, because 30 cents a day just isn't enough. So the father of two left the mother of his children for a Ukrainian refugee who moved into his home just 10 days earlier. The man's name is Tony Gannett, 29 years old left his partner who was 28 after striking up a romance with Sofia Karkadim, warning that's not the only word I'm butchering, who fled Lviv at the start of Putin's invasion. He reached out on social media and became Sofia's sponsor. Just over a week after she arrived in the UK, he left his partner to start a new life with her. He told the son, It began with a simple desire for me to do the right thing and put a roof over the head of someone in need, man or woman. We're sorry for the pain we've caused, but I've discovered a connection with Sophia like I've never had before. Sophia added, these things happen. The couple now in the process of finding a new home together. End quote. Now, first of all, uh, Sophia, these things don't usually happen. We don't usually hear of refugees being sponsored coming and then stealing the husbands of the families whose money was used to sponsor them. Like, I don't think that happens anywhere on this planet. Now, when this guy starts talking about, you know, trying to do the right thing and put a roof over her head, I'm wondering if if it was just, you know, the roof that was supposed to go over her head or if her vagina was supposed to go over his. Like, I'm trying to make sense of all of this. And frankly, considering that this guy met with her on social media or at least reached out via social media and became her sponsor, I'm actually starting to wonder if this guy actually knew about her or he decided to become a sponsor after he saw the pictures and everything. Because it seems a little bit hard that this guy in 10 days would be so bewitched by a woman's beauty that he'd be like, you know what, screw it, I connect better with this other shorty. Like, not unless if the guy was in an abusive relationship. It makes zero sense. It makes absolutely zero sense. And because I am a man that speaks for men and tries to understand what men go through so that I can explain it a lot better for the other gender, if there's any Ukrainian refugees that are about as hot as this shorty right here, please reach out to me on the social media handles that are attached to the description of this entire podcast and we can see how we can get you home and I can find a better connection. But for now, while I will continue working on improving my connection for the next hot Ukrainian refugee, we might as well start this podcast in my very typical fashion, which embraces the connection that I have with my fans the moment they hear me start by saying, Welcome to Breaktime on Westside, your number one Breaktime podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is struggling very hard to improve his connection. And you can make his life just a little bit better by donating one hot Ukrainian refugee a day. 
He is a man who recently added skipping leg day to his workout routine. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. This show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now as usual, you all know the drill. If you don't know the drill, then it's probably your first time or you haven't been listening that well, but it's okay. I've got you on that one because I usually repeat it every single episode of Tweet Street because it's a pretty simple drill on how you can contribute to the making of Tweet Street and it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at Bagaka the D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, and I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. On Facebook and on IG, if you happen to be on any of those apps and you happen to see a screenshot, you happen to see a screen grab from Twitter, then you can send it to me at, at BreakTimeOnWestSide on Facebook or at BreakTimeOnWestSide on IG. Now, if you haven't gotten any of those or you're wondering about the spelling, well, link in the description below to any and all of my socials. And I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. Now, that said, we should definitely move it on to the tweets. But yo, I have to admit, in as much as I know I said this on Battle of the Sexes early on this week, there's a lot to talk about. Like there was so much that happened over the past two weeks that I feel like I probably should have covered it all so that I can move and keep things like in line with the times and shit because i know even the whole ukrainian refugee thing is a little bit outdated like just a little bit but it seemed like such a sweet story to kind of leave undiscussed so i figured you know what i might as well just talk about it but all in all there is quite a bit to talk about and i'll see if i can try and find like the most major things to talk about i know nick cannon getting the ninth pregnancy report isn't news anymore i feel like at this point this guy is literally trying to have as many kids as he has seasons of wild and out because honestly as the anti-ambassador of condoms and Pornhub, this guy is overworking like this guy is pulling graveyard shifts and overtime at the same time like he's doing it a little too much at this point because like you can get babies one all the way till six made sense like hell even baby number seven considering that there were a couple of twins in that entire roster already but you hear about baby number eight and at that point you're like you know what this guy should probably chill the hell out then all of a sudden you're just hearing about baby number nine and both babies number eight and nine are coming the same year honestly this guy is just outdoing himself like his testes are the real mvp of this entire story but that said let me see I think the Lori Harvey story is probably the most major one that I've heard of of late. So for those of you all that don't know, Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan broke up. And apparently, like the story that is sort of going around is that Michael B. Jordan wanted to get married and Lori Harvey said, no, she's too young. She still wants to experience life and shit. And granted, she is a 25 year old, so it did kind of make sense. Now, obviously, a lot of people had a lot of different thoughts about it. But the one that I found to be particularly interesting was when a couple of babes started talking about how Lori Harvey's dating practices are what most babes should be doing because guys have been doing the same exact thing, you know, wasting women's time and dating without a purpose or, you know, the whole getting out of relationship just because you want to. And while I guess babes can psych themselves up and say that that should be how they should be dating, let me say this from a guy's point of view. Since we're the ones that will be dating you and we're the ones that should probably tell you whether this is you know a good thing or a bad thing. Now, while I don't know about Lori Harvey's dating practices in full, I just know what it is I hear on the internet. I will say for a fact that for me, I feel like that babe 
even though she might be on McMill's wish list, I honestly would not want to date her. Like, she's gone through a couple of niggas over the years. Like, not in the sex sense, not in the whoring sense. She's just dated a couple of guys, and I don't think any one of her relationships have gone past a year. And she's dated a lot of fairly high-level individuals. Now, if you're leaving one guy for the next, for the next, for the next just because, then I'm gonna be a bit skeptical about the idea of being with you. Now, don't get me wrong, I know there's a bunch of you that are gonna be like, oh, you'll never get a chance, oh, you'll never date, blah, blah. Fine, say all of that shit. I'm just explaining this kind of dating practice as a guy with a lot of the assumptions that have been made on the internet, okay? Now, for me, I'd probably see that as a bit of a red flag because while babes usually talk about them wanting stability in a guy, you know, financial stability and so on, guys also want a certain kind of stability from babes. It's just that our stability is a little bit different like there's some sort of pride that a babe can get when she's been dating a guy for like three four five six years but if i know that you're dating a guy for like a couple of months and you'll bounce and you'll move on to the next guy almost with like very very little time for recovery you know you're dating this other guy you do him for a couple of months then you're dating this next guy then this next guy and you're just getting in and out of relationships so quickly I'll personally be a bit scared because I want that stability knowing that you're gonna be there with me and you're gonna be loyal for the long haul. Like that's why guys will always be, will always treat their homies a lot better than they treat their babes or at least they'll give more attention to their homies than they will their babe because to a huge degree you know that these guys are gonna be my ride or die. It's also kind of like the saying of in a relationship you never really know the true colors of the man until he has everything and you never really know the true colors of a woman until he has nothing not she has nothing but until he has nothing and it heavily implies that that stability like the choosing to be there with me when shit gets tough is something that i value greatly in my potential woman in the woman that i want to spend the rest of my life with or i want to date or be with and if I don't feel like you have any of that stability that I can find in a woman, then I'll probably not be very eager to get into a relationship with you. Also, I'd kind of like to know why it is you're trying to get into a relationship with me. Is it because you have the feels for me? Is it because you really like me or you'd want to get to know me better? Or are you trying to get married? Or is this just for fun and shits and giggles? Like if I know that before I try getting into a relationship with you or if I know that you know at the beginning then i'll probably sort of measure myself out a lot better off because in a lot of cases you find that a guy is busy you know trying to to be with this shorty and he's trying to get married but the shorty is not interested in that or it's vice versa the baby is trying to get married and this guy is clearly just joking around he's just enjoying shit and he's not even interested in the concept of marriage at that point and at the end of the day that's how you find people becoming unhappy because they didn't know what it is that they wanted out of that relationship before the relationship or even during the relationship but all in all like i said a lot of that shit is stuff that i've gotten from the internet and i can't really say that that's the entire story but i feel like after she's dated a bunch of different guys short term like this she'd have probably had a much better idea and not wasted the guy's time but i don't know maybe that's just me but all in all that said we definitely do have tweets to discuss so i will move it on so on to our very first tweet of this episode being sexually desired is not high on the list of flattery to me many people do join the wait list 
What is flattering to me is someone actually caring to know me authentically, caring to know my belief system, what's on my mind, my spirit, what I pray for, my dreams, my personality, etc. The unseen beauty. Not many care to know that side and that's okay, but you'd be a fool to believe you'll have access to me by only choosing the parts that are convenient for you. I don't work like that. It comes off as highly dismissive and lack of regard for the beautifully layered person that I am. Okay, so I really want to explain this, but I don't want to explain it in a way that makes me come off as an asshole. So I'm going to give the example of the new iPhone. I'm sure there's a bunch of you that would love to get the new iPhone, right? But out of the largest majority of you, I don't know how many of you will really consider the fact that, you know, it might have the new A16 Bionic chip, which will make it, you know, 20 to 30% more efficient and, you know, reduce downtime for like calls and shit by like 10%, improve FaceTime, or the fact that, you know, there might be a new sensor or a new mirror on the camera, or if there are going to be software changes in the camera app that will make computational photography better, or whether, you know, the fact that they might be ditching the current lightning port, which they've had ever since the iPhone 5 for USB-C, possibly around 2023 and 2024, and sort of insure yourself against those things. I don't think the majority of you, I don't think 95% of you, will ever take any of the shit that I've just said right now into consideration when you're trying to get your new iPhone. Like, let's be honest, you you just won't. Because what it is that you're looking for in the iPhone is the blue bubble, the good camera system, you know, calls and texting, you know, being more or less roughly the same, and a pretty good camera. You know, most of the other shit you can get from another phone or you'll probably just normally use as normal, kind of like social media. Now, now is the fact that you don't really know or care about all of the shit that i've spoken about really matter to you as a consumer no the thing is you know why you want that iphone and you have your own particular reason for it now it has all those other things and you'll probably find out about them if you ever you know seek to give a damn about your iphone and its functionality and shit but for the most part most people won't really be checking for that shit and when you kind of look at the idea of going out on dates with someone, you kind of have to think about it the same exact way. Yes, there's a good chunk of people that will probably just be interested in smashing. And that's okay. Like, that's perfectly fine. It might not be what you're into, but that's perfectly fine. There's guys that will definitely be down to do that all the live long day. Now, obviously, if you're not into that, then there's definitely going to be those guys that will be interested in getting to know you a hell of a lot more. And by all means, they come in very different, you know, shapes and sizes and personalities and shit. Some are good, some are bad, some are great, some are shit, some are toxic even. But one thing that you'll probably learn from going out on dates is you can't get to know every single thing about a person at that moment. And of course, if you're curious enough and you care enough about the person to want to get to know more, then you'll probably get to learn more and more as time goes by. Honestly, if someone is explaining their entire life to you, if you get to know about someone entirely in one date or in like the first one to three dates, honestly, I feel like that person is boring or shallow or just has zero experiences in their lives to actually make them, you know, what I'd consider to be a fun partner. Also, most guys aren't really trying to find all of that shit out from the first date or even for like the first three dates. Most guys usually just want to go and find out if you're someone that is tolerable 
and has like good vibes and like a nice personality that is worth having conversations with like most guys don't look for half of the shit that you're even looking for out here like that's shit that you discover when you're in the relationship as you go along if you're actually trying to be in a relationship and actually grow the relationship but anyways maybe there is a way that she can you know download everything about her personality and her experiences to give to someone on the first date or some shit so that they can learn it but i will leave it at that and i will move it on so on to our very next tweet men settle and marry while they find peace not beauty the problem some ladies believe that their beauty or career is a free ticket to get married they don't watch their unruly attitudes a beautiful woman with stress is paradise for the eyes but hell for the soul it is proven ladies who think they are the hottest and beautiful end up with a sad life outcome than of an ordinary lady when it comes to a relationship having all the opportunities and you still end up a single mom or a weekend special for the big boys okay um considering that it's a guy who said this i will come out and say that he was not lying this shit is actually true like don't get me wrong guys want a shorty who is fire and beautiful and gives them peace like they want someone who can give the peace of a 10 and the beauty of a 10 the only thing is we know that for such to exist you're probably looking at a unicorn you know one of the very rare examples of people who can actually be that most times you'll find a babe who's like a six or seven or an eight with the peace level that now you'd hope to be a lot further up between the sevens and the tens now that's probably one of the the better options that you'd get but normally for us guys whenever we're looking for a babe there's obviously the peace side and like the beauty side and over time you start considering the beauty side a hell of a lot less and you start focusing on peace like you just want someone that you can settle down with who won't bring a lot of drama into your life who who will literally just respect you and treat you good and keep things peaceful like i've heard stories of super fine babes that were with guys who wanted to get married and they were like no blah 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 let's do this let's do that and this guy's like yo i just simply just want to settle down and get married and shit and they continue to cause problems the relationship ends they're with the next person not as fine not as as dramatic not as out there or anything but all of a sudden they're getting engaged in like six months like shit like that happens a lot for guys because when it gets to the point where you want to get married and you simply just want to settle down then the peace takes a priority and the beauty starts to take a back seat because at the end of the day the beauty part you'll eventually get used to and plus it kind of also fades over time with the peace part you may not really get used to it and hell even though you do you're going to be with that person for the rest of your life you probably do not want to deal with that kind of drama for the rest of your life that will be called purgatory but then again maybe i don't know jack shit about this so i'm gonna leave it at that and move it on to our very final tweet of this episode men are not women sometimes when they talk it's gonna sound a little aggressive learn to live with that if you want a man women say every day they need someone who can quote unquote handle them if you're a woman with a mouth on her then you're gonna have to be checked sometimes a man being a little aggressive sometimes is handling you that's that qualification for being my man is knowing when to check me 
Okay. I can get the whole wanting a man to handle you. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but personally, I don't like dramatic women. Like, it's okay to talk about shit, but I feel like I've sort of been a bit drama averse. Like, I don't want to cause a scene over something that should be kept between the two of us. Like, that's sort of how I usually look at being in a relationship. Kind of the same way I was talking about peace on the past tweet that I was just discussing. Because at the end of the day, like, I can only take so much noise. I can only take so many problems. I already have enough to deal with when I'm not with you. Why do I have to deal with them when I'm with you as well? Like, it's not that I can't deal with it. It's just that I don't want to have to deal with it all the time. The problem is there's some babes that are just noisy as hell and they have zero respect and they're saying that they're waiting for a man who can handle them. Bitch, it's not my responsibility to handle your lack of emotional control. Like, honestly, just give me the bloody peace. And sometimes, when I notice that you're going a little out of control, I will be aggressive. But my aggression will not be because I want to handle you. It will simply be because I simply just want peace. Like, that's all I've been preaching this entire time. Peace. Just give me a little bit of peace. Actually, just give me peace in general. You know? Although, then again, there are some people that like drama. They want those problems. So maybe you should talk to those ones as well. Maybe they're down for you. Personally, I'm not. So I want your feedback on this. The DMs are open on Twitter. It is at BagakaTheD. On Facebook and on Instagram, it is at Breaktime on Westside. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below. And I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break.